Hey, Adam. What's up? Do you like hats? I indeed love hats. Yes. Do you like news? I do like news. And do you like Christian McBride? These are all things that I love. Okay, I got some breaking news for you, buddy. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice and weekly, well, maybe bi-weekly jazz news coming at you. Yeah, it's not weekly at this point, but hopefully it will be. There's just not a lot of jazz news. No. Well, there's a lot of jazz news, but once you take out jazz hands news and Honda (laughs) jazz news and Utah jazz news, it gets a little slimmer. Honestly, I wish our listeners could just like sit in on a typical jam session between about three or four jazz musicians because you'd get a lot of... First-hand jazz news in a in a gossipy kind of way, but That's we're not right. we're not dealing with that right now. This is not daily uh, jazz gossip coming at you. <laughs> this is true news. All right, so what are we starting with? So in this week of jazz news, we're starting with an article from Jazz Is Magazine. Shout out to Jazz Is, yeah, uh, great publication. And this is an article uh, called "Women in Jazz Exhibition Opens in London." This sounds very very cool. I yep. wish I was going to be in London uh, this fall and early winter. So uh, this opened on October 16th. It's at the uh, Barbican Library in London. It's the Barbican. Barbican. I said said Barbican Library. (laughs) (laughs) The Barbican Library in London. Yeah. Uh, And the exhibition is called Women in Jazz, a Celebration of the Past, Present, and Future. Uh, Runs through December 31st. It looks awesome. Uh, The exhibition draws on resources from the National Jazz Archive, which is mm. celebrating its 30th anniversary. Uh, you know, more needs to be done like this. We always talk about about this here on the You'll Hear It podcast, that yes. women are just uh, underrepresented. I mean, ironic, coming from a podcast of just two dudes <laughs> <laughs> sitting here. Yeah, but no, it's, and I, I love when things, and, and I'm sure it's at the Barbican, it's gonna be well done and stuff. That's a, It's a great cultural institution and landmark in London. And I mean, just think if you were, you know, a, a, a young girl, young child, they got a chance to go see this and how that can inspire you. Because the thing is, we have great, wonderful female jazz musicians. We do not celebrate them enough. And it's not like we have to fabricate their being. I mean, we need more. Yeah. But, but how do we get more without celebrating the ones that we have, showing the history and the lineage lineage, and um, building upon that? So it's wonderful to hear. So this is, this is what we call positive news. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah, very cool. All right, next, this one kind of caught my eye, and it's actually on a site that I'd never seen before called You Discover Music with the spelling of you as you, <laughs> of course, the letter U. Uh, John Coltrane's 1963 Masters Gathered on New Directions set. Now, this is um, uh, recordings from 1963 in a 3D, 3 CD set uh, due for release on November 16th, um, New Directions on Impulse. And it's stuff from Coltrane's recordings during the year from the albums, Both Directions at Once, The Lost Album, John, John Coltrane and Johnny Hartman. Now, this I'm super interested in to hear if there's tracks that I haven't heard there because I'd heard there were that they were sitting on some stuff. Really? So I'm wondering if that's what it's going to be or if it's just rehash stuff. Um, How timeless is that record? I know. And there's been some great stuff coming out of Train. And, you know, normally when this much time has gone from an artist sort of, you know, I mean, John Coltrane died in 1967, I believe. So, I mean, we're talking 
what going on 50 no more than 50 years and usually like all the good stuff if anything is found it's kind of like the sound isn't great right. but we've having some wonderful stuff that's undiscovered coming out so i'm super excited about this that's great i'm going to piggyback on this coltrane story okay another article here in jazz is uh, which is john and alice coltrane home named a national treasure mm. uh, by the national trust and historic preservation that's very very cool and yeah. and you know any of these uh, greats of the music any of their life that we can preserve any of the history that we can preserve so that we can, you know, pass that on to younger generations. Um, you know, you and I, we were not alive when Coltrane was alive, but we're so close to it and know people, you know, who knew him and played with him and, and around that era that we kind of get the benefit of this just, you know, once removed generation. Yeah. But our kids now it's, it's very much removed. So I think things like this, are very, very important. Right, right. And I don't know about your kids. My, my love kids love learning about jazz and hearing about jazz. Oh, that's <laughs> all they want to talk about. Yeah, because they aren't exposed to it enough. So. You know, they're talking about doing the same thing to Miles Davis's house here in East St. Louis. Yeah, they've um, been talking about it for years. They've been talking about it for yeah. years. I think it's been kind of a struggle to get it actually going. But, man, here's to hoping that they do because that's another – another treasure oh, uh, yeah. we at least for our local community here in St. Louis that we need to have uh, Man, if preserved. They, once they do that it's you're going to see people from all around the world coming in I mean, totally. it'll be like a tourist thing i mean the, the awareness and interest in that kind of stuff is amazing totally um okay now i'm going to move to uh one of our i think he's one of our favorite subjects so he's made occasional appearances on the you'll hear podcast our friend robert glasper oh, yeah. and this is an article in another publication that um, i wasn't familiar with called rollingout.com rollingout.com and the title is, um, and this is not as much, well, it's news, but it's more of an interview, you know, so I guess that's newsworthy. Robert Glasper on Common, Fusing Jazz and Rap and Honoring Miles Davis. So that's why I kind of threw it in there since you mentioned Miles at the end. We're that spontaneous here at the You'll Hear It podcast. <laughs> um, but it starts out Robert Glasper as a way of telling engaging stories through music and with punchlines. In fact, if he did not stand as arguably the most accomplished pianist of his generation, it's eh, not overstated, but no, <laughs> no, of course, great. Glasper could probably course, find great. success as a stand-up comedian. That's true. Like, so this is a good article because you know if, those of you that have ever talked to or seen Robert Glasper at a lot of his gigs, you only get part of it. He's one of the funniest guys. You know, like I mean, he really could be a comedian. And um, yeah, no, you, I was at the New School at the same time as Glasper. And, oh right. I mean, he was almost never there because he was in Betty Carter's band at the time. Right. And the New School at that time was very lax about like, yeah, sure, just go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And But you always knew when he was in the building because you'd just be like coming out of your practice room to get a drink of water and you just hear uproarious laughter from the commons area. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And you just knew Glasper was in the house making everybody uh, lose it. So Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I guess that's, I don't know if they talk about it. I don't think they talk about this. Oh, no, they do mention in the article. He's just coming, oh, actually, it's still going on. He's doing like a three-week residency at the Blue Note in New York. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, man, he's got like all different groups every couple of days. I've really, heard it's been awesome. Yeah, that's no, yeah. great. That's very cool. And I think it's great that he's changing it up a lot because I, I remember doing a, a couple times like a three-week run at that Blue Note in New York with Chris Bodie mm. and it was cool and it was like packed every night it was amazing that you could do a club run like old school that many days but I mean we it was the same band every night pretty much the same set yeah. which was cool but after like day 19 you're like whoa you know hey. but this you know uh, Glasper's really changing it up which is cool Tired of pointless, generic YouTube instructional videos? Are you looking to learn jazz from some of today's best players? I would say yes to both of those. <laughs> That's obvious, right? Yeah. So yeah. what does one do? Well, one could go to Open Studio. 
That's right. Yeah. Open Studio, where you'll find pros who are great players and teachers ready to guide you along your jazz journey. That's right. Courses on piano, guitar, drums, bass. Yep. And not just anybody. These are like some of the top people in jazz who are yeah. teaching this. Yeah, Christian stuff. McBride, I Diane mean, if he's Reeves. good. He's we're we're going to drop a few names here, but you know. <laughs> Gregory Hutchinson. But I think the main thing is, yes, we have the lessons, we have the instruction, but what we want to do is kind of help you to unlock the secrets of jazz, how to get to the vibe. That's what our concept is here, is those things that have been held back for years, and now we're laying it all out there for you. That's right. So join us at OpenStudioNetwork.com. Open Studio, jazz lessons from jazz legends. So going from that to another friend of the show, we'll end with this very lighthearted, entertaining story about a friend of the show, Christian McBride. Yeah. So, you know, we always talk about how Christian McBride really is a tastemaker in yeah. this in this industry, in, in, the, in the jazz genre. And no more is that represented when he has a story about where he gets his hats in the New York Post. <laughs> <laughs> like, in like, you know. New York Post, you know. <laughs> is this in the gossip column? Yeah. No, it's in entertainment. They, they have a whole story about Chris McBride's hats. You know, it's like, you know, Rupert Murdoch calls New York office, tells them, find out about hats from Chris McBride right away. <laughs> yeah, so the name of the article is Where Jazz Great Chris McBride Gets His Legendary Hats. <laughs> I like Christian's hats, but I never yeah. considered them legendary until now. But. Ooh, throw a little shade on that shady hat, huh? No, 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 no shade at all. I'm just saying. I mean, this, you know, he's legendary baseball player for yeah. sure <laughs> hats are cool right uh so if you're in the know if you want to know where uh christian gets his hats he goes to a place in harlem called flame keepers hat club and he also goes down to gurin brothers on bleaker street but i can add one little part i don't mean to to one-up the the, the the legendary new york post but <laughs> i have been with chris mcbride on the road and he's also been known to pick up hats at random little shops and airports that's right <laughs> Hey, if a hat speaks to you, you know, you got to. But I think what people are going to find a lot of times articles are like this when it's like, you know, you'll see an article. It's like three secrets that, you know, three secret things Oprah Winfrey accomplishes before 5 a.m. <laughs> no, yeah, right. you know, to make you a billionaire. Usually there's a little more to the story yeah. than just replicate. Like Christian's really good at spotting hats that look good on him. Totally. So like just because you go to these stores and they're probably great and have a good selection. You still got to figure out or maybe there's somebody there that can help figure it out. But Christian, I remember an airport pick one up. He's like, man, it looks like a good cap and kind of grabbed it put it on yeah you know uh, by the way yeah. uh, ice baths that's the answer to oprah winfrey's secret that she does <laughs> before 5 a.m she does There's three <laughs> iced iced milk bath every morning at 5 a.m skimmed skimmed <laughs> skimmed cat milk <laughs> well until next time you'll hear it